My parents, my wonderful parents, both grew up during apartheid in South Africa. When schools were separate for white and black students, when public spaces were designated to a specific race, when black and colored people were oppressed by the law. My dad once told me that every evening, an ear-piercing alarm would signal the time for all black and colored people to leave the white neighborhoods where they worked for white families. And 25 years after apartheid ended, after my parents moved to Canada to give their future children a better life, this was a version of South Africa I thought I would never have to experience. Good afternoon, Mr. Kidd, Ms. Bett, and fellow students. When I was about eight and my brother Willem was 10, our family headed off to South Africa on our annual trip to visit our other family and friends. And I was so excited this year because a part of our family had moved to a gated community called Claimfontein. This meant that my brother and I would finally be able to leave the house on our own to explore and consequentially feel as though we could truly experience life in South Africa as children. As we drove through the security gate for the first time, past a guard in a military uniform and this massive statue, I honestly thought there couldn't have been a better place on earth. Of course, we took full advantage of our newfound freedom. Every day, we would walk down the dirt road to the convenience store, buy Smarty ice cream, and sit on the swings adjacent to the school, staring at the kids in class while they looked back at us in pure confusion and probably jealousy. We felt so cool being free outside while they were confined to their cubicles until they were dismissed, which left us sprinting away to avoid any confrontation. As we ran, I would look over my shoulder just to test my luck to see if I could catch the eye of a student, but always kept running. The next year, I was nine, back in Plainfontaine, waiting for a relative's friends to arrive for dinner. When the kids arrived, we immediately ran to the other room together without even talking to the adults and began to watch Ernest Goes to Jail on my portable DVD player. Let me tell you, I was thoroughly enjoying this movie when I heard the 10-year-old boy sitting beside me casually say the N-word in Afrikaans. I was so confused. I hadn't heard that word before, so that night, I told my parents what he had said, asking for clarification, and they explained a truth that destroyed my near-utopic perception of Clainfontaine and ultimately changed my perspective of the world. The guard wearing the military uniform at the gate existed in place of an automated security system so that someone was checking the color of every person entering. The massive statue at the gate was of Hendrik Verwoerd, the South African president responsible for implementing apartheid laws. As we ran from the school, I looked over my shoulder just to test my luck. I kept running, but I had seen the door open, and every single child that stepped outside of the building was white. That day, I learned that every time I stepped foot into Clainfontein, I was stepping 25 years into the past, into a place where people of color were
We're not allowed to visit without permission, to buy a house, or even to work. Essentially, Plainfontaine is a place where white Afrikaners isolate themselves from everything and everyone they're afraid of. Everything that's different. As I grew up and came to realize the complexities of this whole situation, the first questions I forced myself to consider were, do I understand who I am? Who I want to be, what I want, how others see me? Am I more like them than I'm aware of? And does my culture mean that I must inevitably, deep down, share the same feelings? But the question that sent me spiraling in terms of my inner peace was why would people choose to be so intolerant and insensitive and transparently racist? I really, really wish I had an answer. But the more I dwelt on this question, the more negative and disoriented I felt. The solution became more evident when I decided to focus on the one thing I could control, myself. I began to ask questions like, what can I do to be a better person? What can I do to open others up to the possibility of inclusion, respect, and compassion? Asking these questions is a part of being self-aware. Self-awareness is the foundation of personal growth. It's centered around how we understand ourselves and how aware we are of our effect on others. It's not a skill you're born with, but helps you to become the person you want to be, a person who's fulfilled. Every day, I still question whether the residents in Clayfontaine feel fulfilled, whether they acknowledge that South Africans view the walls they built, both literally and metaphorically, as a clear testament to their longing of how it used to be. When they put up signs and parade their slogan, we are here to stay in Afrikaans, I do understand that they genuinely believe their actions aren't affecting anyone else. They justify their words, their thoughts, their beliefs, through the fact that they're only expressed amongst themselves, but don't realize that they contribute to a greater culture of hate, to a culture where people feel as though they don't belong. And no amount of security or barbed wire can contain such animosity. We are lucky. Here, we learn how to think critically and why it's important to not just take things at face value. The kids in Clayfontaine, however, are educated with the purpose of cultivating a certain ideology and aren't aware that the truth they have been taught to believe could not be further from reality. Be aware. When I hear someone say, I don't care about what other people think of me, so I'm just going to do and say whatever I want. I always hope that, yes, they are self-assured, but that they don't forget that they still affect other people. So listen to each other. Recognize one another and recognize yourself. Let's continue to cultivate a positive environment at Ridley where, as a diverse community, we can enter the real world with strong morals and proudly say that we are here to stay. Thank you.